Now, the leaders of Egypt, Jordan and the Palestinian Authority have condemned Israel for what they called the collective punishment of civilians in Gaza. They've been speaking at a peace summit in Cairo. Now, in the last hour, the UK's Foreign Secretary James Cleverly condemned the actions of Hamas but said he's spoken to the Israeli government about its duty to act in accordance with international law. I am sure we all share the revulsion at Hamas's uh, murderous acts of terrorism, the targeting of the uh, civilians, the murdering of children, the desecration of dead bodies. And I'm sure we are all distressed by the plight of Palestinian civilians in Gaza, whose lives have been made harder, more painful and more dangerous because of the brutal attacks by Hamas on the 7th of October. And we all mourn the dead, both Israeli and Palestinian. James Cleverly there. Well, we've also heard from Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas. He's the head of the Palestinian Authority, which has control over areas of the occupied West Bank, but not the Hamas-run Gaza Strip. Now, he used his opening remarks to say that Palestinians will not be forced off their land. We warn against any attempts to displace our people in Gaza beyond its borders. We also warn against any evictions of Palestinians from their homes or displacement from Jerusalem or the West Bank. We will not accept displacement. We will remain steadfast on our land, no matter the challenges. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres described the scene at the Rafa crossing as a human catastrophe after his visit on Friday. A 20-track convoy of the Egyptian Red Crescent is moving today. And I want to express my deep gratitude to Egypt for the essential role Egypt is playing in this regard. But the people of Gaza need a commitment for much, much more a continuous delivery of aid to Gaza at the scale that is needed. And we are working non-stop with all parties that are relevant to make it happen. Excellencies, let's be clear. The grievances of the Palestinian people are legitimate and long. We cannot and must not ignore the wider context for these tragic events. The long-standing conflict and 56 years of occupation with no end in sight. But nothing can justify the reprehensible assault by Hamas that horrorized the terrorized Israeli civilians. And those abhorrent attacks can never justify the collective punishment of the Palestinian people. Institutional humanitarian law, including the Geneva Conventions, must be upheld. And that includes protecting civilians and not attacking hospitals, schools and UN premises that are currently sheltering half a million people. Excellencies, our near-term goals must be clear. Immediate, unrestricted and sustained humanitarian aid for besieged civilians in Gaza. Immediate and unconditional release of all hostages. And immediate and dedicated efforts to prevent the spread of violence which is increasing the risk of spillover. To advance all these efforts, I appeal for a humanitarian ceasefire now. Excellencies, our sustained collective efforts and resources have never been needed more. 
as we focus on ending the bloodshed, we cannot lose sight of the only realistic foundation for a true peace and stability, a two-state solution. Israelis must see their legitimate needs for security materialized, and Palestinians must see their legitimate aspirations for an independent state realized in line with the United Nations resolutions, international law, and previous agreements. The time has come for action. Action to end this godawful nightmare. And action to build a future worthy of the dreams of the children of Palestine, Israel, the region, and our world. Shukran. Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi told leaders at that summit that the aim is to end the humanitarian disaster in the Gaza Strip and revive a path to peace between Israel and the Palestinians. We warn against any attempts to displace our people in Gaza beyond its borders. We also warn against any evictions of Palestinians from their homes or displacement from Jerusalem or the West Bank. We will not accept displacement. We will remain steadfast on our land, no matter the challenges. Well, for more on all of this, let's go live to our BBC Arabic reporter, Abdul Basir Hassan, who is in Cairo at that conference for us. Thanks very much for joining us. Just bring us up to date on the latest uh, with what's happening where you are. Yes, the participants are in a break now for almost half an hour. Expectedly, they would issue a final statement uh, after this uh, break, uh, which mainly may feature, according to some experts who have been following this event in Cairo, a call for an immediate ceasefire, number one. Number two, protecting the civilians from both sides. Number three, of course, the uh, opening and increasing the span of the operation of extending aid, humanitarian assistance and food, water, fuel and other supplies uh, uh, to Gaza. Uh, almost like an hour ago, uh, some Western uh, foreign ministers have talked in uh, the session. Uh, they raised, uh, an, um, among what they said, that Israel has the, the, the right to defend itself, but the international laws in this regard should be respected. This is their call. Others have promised more uh, supplies and more uh, funds for supplying Palestinians with needs, especially Norway and Canada. Uh, of course, the main call still is an immediate ceasefire, and uh, some some of those who spoke uh, minutes ago have called for the international community, represented in the Security Council, to reconsider its stand. Some of them blamed the failure, or what they called failure, by the UN Security Council to try to find a solution, an immediate solution for the current conflict. And the others, of course, said or demanded that the rule of the issue should be addressed in a wider consideration of the needs, demands and uh, the conditions of both sides. Uh, there are calls that or remarks including destruction wouldn't bring or would not bring uh, prosperity. Therefore, they considered both sides are losers and therefore the uh, call for uh, a permanent solution markedly by the establishment of Palestinian state remained uh, a major call here and of course uh, uh, a call for immediate release for hostages but okay. still the uh, uh, demand for supplies for Gaza is rising here.
Um, Abdul Basir, one thing that struck me is that this conference that you were at doesn't have representatives yeah. from Israel, Iran or the US. So how much progress can be made when everyone isn't actually around that table? Let's consider the fact that some countries, especially the United the Europeans, said they don't expect a lot from the uh, conference, but at least it is the first uh, political consensus here for a group of leaders, a group of head of states, to discuss this issue after 15 days. The U.S. is represented by and, I, and someone said it is the lowest representation by its charge affairs in Egypt, while, of course, some other European countries are represented by their, head, uh, their prime ministers, including uh, uh, Italy. And uh, uh, therefore, the, what's expected here today is just a common ground on what should be done now immediately and, of course, waiting for more interference from the, United, uh, the UN Security Council. OK, for the moment, Abdul Basir Hassan, who is live at that summit in Cairo for us. Thank you very much.